For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, I forgot to push that button. Sorry. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the third and final hour of the Live with Rank show. I got to remember to push some of these buttons. Too many buttons to push. If you would like to join us today and give us a thought about what we're talking about, 269-441-9595. Just heard at the top of the hour news break, oil, a barrel oil has surged another 9%, up to $1.04, excuse me, $104, I wish $1.04, $104 per barrel of oil. It closed yesterday at $101. 101 now it's up to 104 so gas prices will be reflected in that and going up in fact gas prices in Michigan reached a new high for the year jumping 18 cents to an average of 355 this week and that's according to AAA it's 33 cents more per gallon than a month ago 80 cents more per gallon than a year ago it's just getting better isn't it Awesome votes people did back in 2020. I also wanted to comment on a couple things. A mechanic, I saw this in the Detroit Free Press. So what was the number one thing Whitmer ran on? You don't hear about it much anymore. I'm going to fix the damn roads. Headline in the Detroit Free Press, mechanic. The pothole season, or this pothole season in Metro Detroit, is, quote, one of the worst he's seen. So not only did she not fix the damn roads, she they have become worse under her. And is anybody going to hold her to that? How about this one? Another Detroit Free Press, so it doesn't surprise me article now by the way i'm glad the detroit free press put out what the mechanic said about the pothole season but they didn't link anything to whitmer's fault i think they said it was trump's fault i could be wrong on that one but i'm probably right detroit free press headline honor rosa parks by ensuring equity in public transportation I did not hear that there's no equity in public transportation. Are they not allowing people of color on some buses around the state of Michigan? Because that's what this guy and the Detroit Free Press said. Honor Rosa Parks by ensuring equity in public transportation. Now, again, he's not saying equality. So I'm not sure what they're saying. But that was the headline of an opinion piece. Which leads me to believe that they believe that black people, or not even just black, people of color, as they like to say, are not allowed on buses or public transportation. I'm not really sure. Are any of you guys? Yesterday, I pointed to that headline in M Live from Flint 
Black-owned karate school in Genesee County, led by father-daughter duo, offers more than self-defense. And as I stated yesterday, why? What is the word black-owned or the words black-owned have to do with this man and his daughter's karate studio? Have you ever asked yourself that? When you see these things, black-owned karate school, why couldn't they just say karate school in Genesee County led by father-daughter duo offers more than self-defense? Because all these people do is focus on color, focus on sex, focus on uh, what body part you have and don't have, focus on what body part you want and don't want. And then they dare to call other people the bigots when in reality, anybody who's going to write a headline like that has to be bigoted to some, uh, what do they call it? To some extent, they call it, um, I forgot now. Uh, when you're actually being bigoted, but you don't know you are. Forgot. An Alberta organizer for Canada's Freedom Convoy. So remember that? He's still denied bail. He's denied bail, and all he's charged with is mischief. I have a very real concern about this country and Canada. I never thought I'd be concerned about Canada. But I think you all should be very concerned as long as the current government is in there. They're letting people out left and right. But a guy who's being charged with mischief? I don't even think I was punished by my parents when they said I was mischievous. This guy's mischief? Denied bail. And in the lovely city, the Democrat-run city of New York, video, and I saw it, shows man attacking woman by shoving his feces in her face. On the subway platform. Keep voting them in. Oh, look at this. Prominent tech guru who worked with the Clinton campaign to investigate President Trump's possible links to Russia. That's the guy who was in charge of the servers or doing something with the servers in the White House. He actually helped them break into, hack into his personal servers. And then when he was in the White House, that guy who then handed over information from the White House to the uh, Clinton campaign, that guy Rodney Joffe, he pled the fifth. Now, weren't we just told, God, I think it was in the last six months, if you plead the fifth, you're guilty? I think it had to do with January 6th, right? So now all those Democrats who said, if you plead the fifth, you're guilty, believe this guy actually did it and is guilty. But will they be asked that? Of course not. And then one more thing, I'll get back to finish up what I wanted to bring to you about what Joe Manchin said about energy and the bad position it's put us in since the Democrats took over his party. Let's focus still on the party who cares about human beings. The party who says they care about life. 
nearly all Senate Democrats. And the only one, Joe Biden. That's how, I mean, Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin's got to flip, I'm telling you. All but Joe Manchin, Senate Democrats, and all Democrats in the uh, legislature, Congress, except uh, Henry, uh, what's his name, QR, Cuellar, all of them voted in favor of a bill that will allow doctors nationwide to abort babies nine months into pregnancy. Now, these people care about people, right? They care about life. They care about your children. The headline was this, gift to Republicans. Schumer allows vote on dead on arrival abortion bill. Nearly entire Democrat caucus votes for a bill that will allow termination of full term pregnancy. Now, he was forced to bring this bill to the floor, apparently, or he, because of all the left was pushing him. The Senate on Monday it failed to advance the most pro-abortion bill in history. The Women's Health Protection Act, which would have codified Roe versus Wade to repeal all abortion restrictions across the nation. The bill states that doctors could abort babies at any point in a pregnancy if they determine a continuation, quote, would pose a risk to the pregnant patient's life or health, end quote. Well, you know, those would go left and right that they would. These bloodthirsty doctors that are out there. But think about that. Every Democrat, every federally elected Democrat in the Senate and the House, except in the Senate, Joe Manchin, he voted against it. And in the House, Henry Cuellar, he voted against it. He's the guy that they're going after. His own party's attacking him because he has a district on the border in Texas. And they didn't like that he's telling the truth about what's happening there. Just those two. Every other, every Democrat elected, federal elected in the House and the Senate voted for a bill that will allow doctors to abort a baby up and until it's completely out of the mother. Think about that. It's, it's unbelievable. And it'll be hidden because of the Russian news. But what's important is for you guys to know, all you guys who voted for your Democrat congressman, Democrat senator, both Peters and Debbie Stabenow believe up until the baby is born, that baby can be aborted. That's how far out of the norm these people are. And it's sad. 269-441-9595. If you have a thought about that or something else we're talking about. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. You're listening to Live with Rank. Appreciate that. Now back to Joe Manchin and... Uh, the service that he's doing for us because he is a Democrat. So maybe some Democrats will hear him and agree with him. 
He's very concerned about what his party is doing when it comes to sanctions against Russia. As he said, quote, the entire world is watching as Vladimir Putin uses energy as a weapon in an attempt to extort and coerce our European allies. While Americans decry what has happened in Ukraine, the United States continues to allow the import of more than a half a million barrels per day of crude oil and other petroleum products from Russia during this time of war. This poses a clear and present danger to our nation's energy security. To continue to ask other countries to do what we can do for ourselves in a cleaner way is hypocritical. To continue to rely on Russian energy as they attack Ukraine is senseless, end quote. This is Democrat senator talking about Biden and what he's doing. And as I said yesterday, you can kick every single bank in Russia off the SWIFT program, which allows them to do business internationally as not only people to send money internationally outside of their country, but the government also. As long as there's one bank that has the ability to do it, that's where all the payments will go through. But it's even worse. They've only kicked 80% of the banks off of SWIFT. Does absolutely nothing. Two, hurting by uh, Putin. So hopefully they see what's going on here. They listen to their fellow Democrats and they move forward. The Washington Times, I think it was, had a great editorial. And that editorial says, Europe needs more American oil and gas, not windmills and rainbows. Here's what they said. To hear White House spokeswoman Jen Psaki tell it, the United States can reduce the world's energy dependence on Russia by installing solar panels and perhaps re-insulating homes. Joe Biden began his term in office with a moratorium on all new oil and gas leases on federal land. He need only take his boot off the industry's neck in order to produce much-needed energy given Russia's long-expected invasion of Ukraine last week. But on ABC's This Week, when asked about a possible push to produce more oil and gas in the United States, Pensaki, a Pensaki dismissed the matter as irrelevant. Quote, watch what this actually justifies in President Biden's view is the fact that we need to reduce our dependence on foreign oil and on oil in general. And we need to look at other ways of having energy in our country and others, end quote. We understand that Biden's White House is always under a lot of pressure from the left to make public acts of free, uh, of fiat, excuse me, fealty to the climate gods, even when that entails saying things that would make a cynic out of the intelligent, cynic out of an intelligent fourth grader. But as Russian President Vladimir Putin's tanks toll through Ukraine, violating international law and killing civilians along the way, perhaps it's finally time to draw the line and start taking sense for a change or talking sense for a change. If an organization as notoriously corrupt as FIFA, soccer's international governing body, can come together and do what's right, there's no reason Biden's White House cannot follow suit. Biden and his senior staff need to take a break from showing so much deference toward a Western green political movement that Putin has been deliberately funding over the years in order to advance Russian national interests. Now, this is the first time I've heard of that.
Again, this is an editorial from the either the Washington Times, I'm sorry, I forgot to put it down, or the Washington Examiner. I believe the Examiner. But in it, they're talking about Putin help fund the green, the the social media behind the green me, uh, the green uh, uh, political movement here in the United States. Quote, Biden and his senior staff need to take a break from showing so much deference toward a Western green political movement that Putin has been deliberately funding over the years in order to advance Russian national interests. It is generally a disgrace and a humiliation, for example, for the U.S. to have to have its climate envoy, John Kerry, tell European journalists that the real threat behind Putin's invasion of Ukraine is that it will distract world leaders from climate change. I played you that clip the other day as well as the Jen Psaki thing. Psaki's comment, no, sorry. When it comes to energy, the U.S. is currently in a unique and advantageous position precisely because it can export natural gas to those currently dependent on Russia. Psaki's comment is especially daft because what people need is something to put in their gas tanks to heat their homes and their water and to do their cooking. That's something in most cases is going to be some kind of petroleum product, gasoline, heating oil, or natural gas. Despite great advances in electric vehicle technology, only about 2% of the cars on U.S. roads are plug-in anyway, and that isn't going to change for decades. Yet, look at all the places out there. I just saw, I think Consumers is going to start putting a whole bunch of charging stations out there, and they'll sit empty like all the other charging stations you see out there. The editorial goes on to say, but beyond that, no change to Americans' energy use will ever affect Europe's current dependency on Russia's gas, which was one of the major factors in the current conflict. The best thing Americans can do to support Europe right now and reduce its dependency on Russia is to produce more, much more natural gas, liquefy it, and ship it to Europe. No amount of windmills erected by Americans will get Europeans the energy they need in order to stand up to Putin without fear. So far, the story of Russia's invasion of Ukraine has been one of Ukraine's success against a much more powerful foe in spite of great odds. The Biden administration's failed deterrent strategy and its hesitancy to arm Ukrainians adequately have been part of the odds, have part of the odds up to this point. At any moment, Biden can choose to stop being part of the problem. One way would be to remove all possible obstacles to further oil and gas exploration because that is the number one thing that will keep us safe in america when trump took us to self-dependence of our energy that did a lot more than people thought even i didn't think as deep from a foreign war perspective so right now, Biden is beholden to Russia and OPEC to pump more oil because he stopped it here in the country. Which then drives, as you see, they admit is, is his political or sanctions is being driven by the fact that they took us off our own dependency on oil. They admit it. They say, I can't do, we, can, we don't want to sanction their energy sector because then 
prices here will go up. Well, under Trump, that wouldn't have happened. And quite frankly, any under any president moving forward, if we're self-sufficient, self-dependent from an energy perspective, then never again does a president have to do what Biden did, which is causing and will cause more people, more innocent people and soldiers to die in Ukraine. You're listening to the Live with Rank Show. Appreciate that very, very much. What do you think Putin and his generals think about our military if we were to get involved when you read this? So right now, we're dealing with Russia and Ukraine. The whole world is. What are we doing here with our military? You ready? The U.S. government has been advising Americans to social distance during a possible nuclear attack, according to their latest bulletin update. As the part of the bulletin's warning, individuals are told to get inside to the nearest building to avoid radiation and remove contaminated clothing that could have come in contact with debris when the fallout from the attack occurred. Quote, go to the basement or middle of the building. Stay away from the outer walls and roofs. Try to maintain a distance of at least six feet between yourself and people who are not part of your household. If possible, wear a mask if you're sheltering with people who are not part of your household. End quote. Do you think they take us seriously? Our military seriously? That's what the Biden administration and our military just came out with. In case of a nuclear attack, you still should stay six feet apart and wear a mask because you may get COVID. I don't know. I'd be more worried about the nuclear bombs and uh, the radiation. I don't think it stops at walls. Well, maybe. Remember, we were told that uh, COVID did. The COVID virus wouldn't come into bars until after 10 o'clock. That was apparently what Whitmer and her negotiation team, along with the coronavirus negotiation team, had. They said, all right, all right, we'll stay out of the bars until 10 o'clock and one second. Because at 10 o'clock and one second, we're rushing in. So maybe they actually believe that radiation can get stopped by walls of your home or something. So make sure you're six feet apart because then you'll get... COVID, especially if you're not wearing a mask. But it gets worse. As a headline in the Washington Free Beacon read, as Russia rages war, U.S. Army is training officers on gender identity. Again, do you think they take these people seriously? Not the actual soldier, the leaders. While Russia wages a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, the U.S. Army is currently putting soldiers through training on gender pronouns and coaching officers on when to offer soldier gender transition surgery. The mandatory presentation called Policy on the Military Service of Transgender Persons and Persons with Gender Dysphoria, end quote, was given to officers along with instructions for them to train their subordinates on the material. This is as Russia has invaded 
Ukraine and killing people left and right. An Army spokesman confirmed to the Washington Free Beacon that the slides in question are certainly true and part of the mandatory training that comes from an official program, quote, used to train Army personnel on the recent changes to the DOD and Army transgender service policy, end quote. All Army personnel from soldiers to commanders and supervisors are required to participate in the training by September 30th, 2022. The transgender presentation follows on a June 2021 announcement by the Army altering its policy so that transgender soldiers can openly serve. The shift in the policy is part of a larger push by the Biden administration to make the military more welcoming to transgender people. Well, that just makes my heart feel warm and safe, that that's what they're worried about. The presentation offers several hypothetical scenarios for how soldiers should be treated if they are transgender or in some stage of transitioning to another gender. In one situation, a soldier who was assigned male at birth, you heard the word, who was assigned male, and this is official government, who was assigned male at birth. So this is Biden's government telling you they don't believe in science. They don't believe in biology. Because it wasn't that this guy was born male. No. They used the word was assigned. This is a quote, was assigned male. A soldier who was assigned male at birth says he identifies as a female, lives as a female in his off-duty hours, and is not requesting to be treated as a female while on duty. End quote. In that case, soldiers should be treated with dignity and respect and no further action is required. If the transgender soldier, however, quote, later requests to be identified as a female during duty hours and or experiences increased distress relating to his gender identity, the officer in charge must inform the soldier of the Army's transgender policy and recommend that he sees a military medical provider, end quote. Yeah, the Russian, Russians are just shaking in their boots when it comes to our military leaders. The presentation goes on to say, gender transition in the Army begins when a soldier receives a diagnosis from a military medical provider indicating that gender transition is medically necessary, end quote. In another scenario, included in the presentation, a, quote, soldier is assigned female at birth. Again, this is, again, the Democrat Party telling you they don't believe in science. See, that's why they throw that against the Republicans, because it is them who don't believe in it. So they have, and they know that's kind of weird. So they have to throw it on others. Quote, a soldier is assigned female at birth. She isn't born. Someone just, ah, we're just eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, well, sorry, you're female now. Oh, you know what I heard? Some of these Democrats actually use, uh, you remember those things we used to, as kids, you used to make a star out of with your, with a piece of paper and you'd put the answers inside of it and then you'd pick a number and you'd manipulate that uh, star-looking thing and it'd come up with boy or girl. Male or female. Apparently, that's how they were assigning male or female to these soldiers. A soldier is assigned a female at birth. She tells her first sergeant that she identifies as a male and would like to be treated as a male. She has not yet seen a military medical provider, end quote. 
In that situation, Army leaders are ordered to, quote, inform the soldier that the Army recognizes a soldier's gender by the gender's, soldier's gender's marking in DEERS, D-E-E-R-S, or Defense Enrollment Eligibility Reporting System. It goes on and on and on like this. Oh, yeah, they're shaking in their boots. Dakota Wood, a Marine veteran who specializes in defense issues at the Heritage Foundation Think Tank, said the Army presentation employs language primarily used by those on the progressive left. Quote, a telling phrase in the presentation, assigned male or female at birth, that's what I was telling you, reveals that whoever developed the presentation material and the policy being implemented accept the argument that gender is an artificial construct rather than a biological reality. This is a highly controversial argument promoted by the progressive left and rejected by the conservative right, end quote. I, I, I don't know why you would not just say this is a highly conser- uh, controversial argument promoted by the progressive left and rejected by anyone who believes in science. This former Marine said this, these policies threaten to erode cohesion among soldiers. Quote, using such examples to illustrate instances where Army leaders need to treat a soldier in one way or another highlights the types of social policies being imposed on the military services. There are a great many people in the military, arguably the vast majority, who do not agree with this manufactured construct. Forcing soldiers to accept the premise that one can choose their gender and therefore change how they are to be treated creates uh, frictions within the organizations that are dependent on unity and cohesion to be successful in combat. That's what our military is working on this week. Gender reassignment training and what was the other one? I just threw my notes over here. We'll get to it. Gender reassignment training and telling people during a nuclear attack, stay six feet away and wear a mask. If you're in that room with people other than your family. We're in trouble. You're listening live with Rankin. For that, I appreciate it. Let me play a clip for you. This is a discussion between Cash Patel, former chief of staff at the Pentagon, and Maria Bartoloma. Uh, And this is something I noticed the other day. I was waiting for more reporting on it, and I found it. Uh, that apparently Biden had shared uh, some top secret information with China on our plans and how we're going to react if Russia was to invade Ukraine and China told Ukraine. Now, the interesting part, remember, Biden has gotten a lot of money, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and his brother from the country of Ukraine. He's gotten a lot of money from the country of Russia, and he's gotten a lot of money from China. So ask yourself, why is Joe Biden telling China our moves when they are our number one political foes out there? And then second would be, second would be Russia. Might he owe them something? Here's their discussion, and you'll understand exactly what's going on.
Are you urging China to help isolate Russia? Are you urging China to help isolate Russia? I'm not prepared to comment on that at the moment. That was President Biden on Thursday dodging a question about China as reports surfaced that Biden shared key details about the U.S.'s potential response to Russian aggression. But then the CCP turned around and shared the secret plans with Vladimir Putin. Joining me right now is former Pentagon Chief of Staff Cash Patel. Cash, good morning to you. Thanks very much for being here live from CPAC this morning. Your reaction to that scenario in terms of China turning around and sharing important classified info from the U.S. with Russia. It is a colossal, good morning, Marie. It is a colossal failure of leadership, um, and it shows another distinction yet between the Biden administration and the Trump administration. The fact that the commander in chief wouldn't answer that question and that no one is covering leads me to believe that he took classified intelligence, and the reporting is accurate now from multiple sources, and handed it over to our world's biggest enemy, U.S.'s biggest enemy, China. And then, of course, China was going to turn around and give it to Russia because Xi Jinping and Putin have paired up and teamed up against the United States of America. The fact that this commander-in-chief did not know that was going to happen is outrageous. But what is tantamount and disrupts American national security is that we're actually doing that. We, as the United States, are actually sharing classified information that jeopardizes Ukrainian national security interests, European national security interests, and Americans' lives. It's being shared with our enemy, who is sharing it with the next biggest enemy of America. It is just something that never happened under Trump, and the fact that it's happening under Biden needs to be fully investigated. Well, we saw a similar situation in Afghanistan. Remember, they left the lists of people who they wanted to get out mm-hmm. with the Taliban. I mean, tell us how you prioritized, prioritized intelligence in the Trump administration. You were in the seat. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so when I was Deputy Director of National Intelligence, we basically come up with a program for Tier 1 initiatives. And Tier 1 initiatives include protecting against terrorism, bringing home hostages, our southern border, stemming the flow of narcotics, taking on Russia, China, and Iran. Those were Tier 1 operations for intelligence collections. And that's what we focused on. The difference here is this Department of Defense has been ordered to focus on climate change and the weather. Can you believe it? Now, of course, the people on the left will not believe it. But there's multiple sources of information now out there about that. Now, tonight's State of the Union address, if any of you care to watch it, it's coming on awful late. I, I, as part of my show prep, I'll probably have to watch it. It's not going to be any truth. Quite honestly, most of these things, it's unfortunate. A, I don't think the State of the Union address should any longer be live. They should just write a report like they were supposed to and give it to the House and the Senate. Too many times the State of the Unions and State of the State addresses are used to just pontificate and do more campaigning than anything else. Or look at us and see what we've done. That goes from both sides. ABC and Washington Post poll going into the State of the Union address once again is showing 75% of the Americans blame or say the economy the economy is in bad shape. We'll see how they react 
if they react at all to the State of the Union address tonight. Remember uh, earlier I was playing or I told you about uh, the... Oh, now I forgot about it. I just had it in my mind, too. I don't know where it's at. Well, let's just go with it without relating it to something else. Diversity officer at the helm of the University of Maryland's anti-Semitism task force claimed in a Facebook post that Israel was engaged in a, quote, ongoing genocide and ethnic cleansing of Palestine, end quote. So the university of Maryland actually hires a person as their diversity officer who is a Jew hater, an anti-Semite. Think about that. And tell me it's all about equity and whatever they call it. That's kind of like that guy they had at at, uh, Kellogg Community College, College, who was an equity person, but yet was caught with the F. Trump, F. McConnell, and F. whoever it was at the Trump rally in Battle Creek. Remember that? He eventually was fired or resigned. Who knows? But these people who are put in these positions are anything but looking for equality or anything else. Many of them, I should say. How does the University of Maryland hire their an anti-Semite as their anti-Semitism task force chief? When there's the proof out there, I'm looking at the Facebook post myself. What is happening in Palestine is not complicated. It's a settler colonialism and ethnic cleansing Swipe to learn about myths perpetuated by the mainstream media continuously work to conceal Israel's ongoing genocide and ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. And the University of Maryland says that's the person we need to run our anti-Semitism task force. Absolutely insane, is it not? Or how about this? Too dangerous. Famous Seattle bakery closes due to rise in shootings and criminal activity. There you go. Liberals running that city. This bakery's leaving. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you heard, but Trudeau has ended his emergencies act. If he's still keeping all their money and confiscating and selling their trucks, I'm not sure. I haven't seen reporting on that. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. I'll t- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done.